Letter twelve of the Mirror of Kong Ho by Ernest Brahma. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Letter twelve concerning the obvious misunderstanding which has entwined itself about a revered parent's faculties of passionless discrimination the all-water disportment and the two of different sexes who after regarding me conflictingly from the beginning ended in a like but inverted manner venerated sire your gem-adorned letter containing a thousand burnished words of profuse reproach has entered my diminished soul in the form of an equal number of rusty barbs can it be that the incapable person whom as you truly say you sent to observe the philosophical subtleties of the barbarians to study their dynastical records and to associate liberally with the venerable and dignified has in your own unapproachable felicity of ceremonial expression according to a discreet whisper from many sources chiefly affected the society of tea-house maidens the immature of both sexes doubtful characters of all classes and criminals awaiting trial has evinced an unswerving affinity towards light amusement and entertainments of a no-class kind and in place of a wise aloofness befitting a wearer of the third gold button and the horn-belt clasp in situations of critical perplexity seems by his own ingenuous showing to have maintained an unparalleled aptitude for behaving either with the crystalline simplicity of a kang su earth-tiller or the misplaced buffoonery of a seventh-grade body-writher taking the least significant part in an ill-equipped swateau one-cash hall of varied melodies assuredly if your striking and well-chosen metaphors were not more unbalanced than the ungainly attitude of a one-legged hunchback crossing a raging torrent by means of a slippery plank on a stormy night they would cause the very acutest bitterness to the throat of a dutiful and always high-stepping son there is an apt saying however a quarrel between two soldiers in the market-place becomes a rebellion in the outskirts and when this person remembers that many thousand li of mixed elements flow between him and his usually correct and dispassionate sire he is impelled to take a mild and tolerant attitude towards the momentary injustice brought about by the weakness of approaching old age the vile intentioned mendacity of outcasts envious of the house of kong and perchance the irritation brought on by a too lavish indulgence in your favourite dish of stewed mouse having thus re-established himself in the clear-sighted affection of an ever mild and perfect father and cleansed the ground of all possible misunderstandings in the future this person will concede the fact that not to stand beneath the faintest shadow of an implied blemish of your sympathetic eyes he had no sooner understood the attitude in which he had been presented than he at once plunged into the virtuous society of a band of the sombre and benevolent these so far as his intelligence enables him to grasp the position may be reasonably accepted as the barbarian equivalent of those very high-minded persons who in our land devote their whole lives secretly to killing others whom they consider the chief deities do not really approve of 
for although they are not permitted here either by written law or by accepted custom to perform these meritorious actions they are so intimately initiated into the minds and counsels of the upper ones that they are able to pronounce very severe judgment of torture a much heavier penalty than merely being assassinated upon all who remain outside their league as some of the most abjurgatory of these alliances do not number more than a score of persons it is inevitable that the ultimate condition of the whole barbarian people must be hazardous in the extreme having associated myself with this class sufficiently to escape their vindictive pronouncements and freely professed an unswerving adherence to their rights i next sought out the priests of other altars intending by a seemly avowal to each in turn to safeguard my future existence effectually this i soon discovered to be beyond the capacity of an ordinary lifetime for whereas we with four hundred million subjects find three religions to be sufficient to meet every emergency these irresolute island children although numbering us only as one to ten vacillate among three hundred and even amid this profusion it is asserted that most of the barbarians are unable to find any temple exactly conforming to their requirements and after writing to the paper to announce the fact abandon the search in despair it was while i was becoming proficient in the inner subtleties of one of these orders they who drink water on all occasions and wear a badge that a maiden of some authority among them besought my aid for the purpose of amusing a band which she was desirous of propitiating into the adoption of this badge it is possible that in the immature confidence of former letters this person may already have alluded to certain maidens with words of courteous esteem but it is now necessary to admit finally that in the presence of this same helena they would all appear as an uninviting growth of stunted and deformed poppies surrounding a luxuriant chrysanthemum at the presumptuous thought of describing her illimitable excellence my fingers become claw-like in their confessed inadequacy to hold a sufficiently upright brush yet without undue confidence it may be set down that her hands resembled the two wings of a mandarin drake in their symmetrical and changing motion her hair as light and radiant pointed as the translucent incense cloud floating before the golden buddha of shansi thin white satin stretched tightly upon polished agate only faintly comparable to her jade cheeks while her eyes were more unfathomable than the crystal waters of the king kiang and within their depths her pure and magnanimous thoughts could be dimly seen to glide like the gold and silver carp beneath the sacred river when this insurpassable being approached me with the flattering petition already alluded to my gratified emotions clashed together uncontrollably with the internal feeling of many volcanoes in movement and my organs of expression became so entangled at the condescension of her melodious voice being directly addressed to one so degraded that for several minutes i was incapable of further acquiescence than that conveyed by an adoring silence and an unchanging smile 
no formality appeared worthy to greet her by no expression of self-contempt sufficiently offensive to convey to her enlightenment my own sense of a manifold inferiority and doubtless i should have remained in a transfixed attitude until she had at length turned aside had not your seasonable reference to a swato limb contorter struck me heavily and abruptly turned off the source of my agreement might not this all-water entertainment it occurred to this one consist in enticing him to drink a potion made unsuspectedly hot in projecting him backwards into a vat of the same liquid or some similar device for the pleasurable amusement of those around which would come within the boundaries of your refined disapproval as one by himself there was no indignity that this person would not cheerfully have submitted to but the inexorable cords of an ingrained filial regard suddenly pulled him sideways and into another direction but mr kong exclaimed the bee-lipped maiden when i had explained as being less involved to her imagination that i was under a vow we have been relying upon you could you not and here she dropped her eyes and picked them up again with a fluttering motion which our lesser ones are to an all-wise end quite unacquainted with could you not unvow yourself for one night just to please me at these words the illuminated proficiency of her glance and her honourable resolution to implicate me in the display by head or feet the ever-revered image of a just and obedience-loving father ceased to have any further tangible influence let it be remembered that there is a deep saying a virtuous woman will cause more evil than ten river pirates as for the person who is recording his incompetence the room and all those about began to engulf him in an ever-increasing circular motion his knees vibrated together with unrestrained pliancy and concentrating his voice to indicate by the allegory some faint measure of his emotion he replied passionately let the amusement referred to take the form of sitting in a boiling cauldron exposed to the derision of all beholders this one will now enter it wearing yellow silk trousers it is characteristic of these illogical out-countries that the all-water diversion did not as a matter to record concern itself with that liquid in any detail beyond the contents of a glass vessel from which a venerable person who occupied a raised chair continually partook this discriminating individual spoke so confidently of the beneficial action of the fluid and so unswervingly described my own feelings at the moment as of head giddiness an inexactitude of speech and no clear definition of where the next step would be arrived at as the common lot of all who did not consume regularly that when that same helena had passed on to speak to another i left the hall unobserved and drank successive portions in each case as the night was cold prudently adding a measure of the native rice spirit his advice had been well directed for with the fourth portion i suddenly found all doubtful and oppressive visions withdrawn and a new and exhilarating self-confidence raised in their place 
in this agreeable temper i returned to the place of meeting to find a priest of one of the lesser orders relating a circumstance whereby he had encountered a wild maiden in the woods who had steadfastly persisted that she was one of a band of seven this being the luckiest protective number among the superstitious though unable to cause their appearance she had gone through a most precise examination at his hands without deviating in the slightest particular whereupon distrusting the outcome of the strife the person who was relating the adventure had withdrawn breathless when this versatile lesser priest had finished the narration and the applause which clearly showed that those present approved of the solitary maiden's discreet stratagem had ceased the one who occupied the central platform rising exclaimed loudly mr kong will next favour us with a contribution which will consist i am informed of a chinese tale now there chanced to be present a certain one who had already become offensive to me by the systematic dexterity with which he had planted his inopportune shadow between the sublime-souled helena and any other who made a movement to approach her heaven-dowered outline when this presumptuous and ill-nurtured outcast who was indeed then seated by the side of the enchanting maiden last referred to heard the announcement he said in a voice feigned to reach her peach-skin ear alone yet intentionally so modulated as to penetrate the furthest limit of the room a chinese tale why assuredly that must be a pigtail at this unseemly shaft many of those present allowed themselves to become immoderately amused and even the goat-like sage who had called upon my name concealed his face behind an open hand but the amiably disposed helena after looking at the undiscriminating youth coldly for a moment deliberately rose and moved to a vacant spot at a distance encouraged by this fragrant act of sympathy i replied with a polite bow to indicate the position on the contrary the story which it is now my presumptuous intention to relate will contain no reference whatever to the carefully got up one occupying two empty seats in the front row and without further introduction began the history of cow and his three brothers to which i had added the title the three gifts at the conclusion of this classical example of the snares ever lying around the footsteps of the impious i perceived that the jocular stripling whom i had so delicately reproved was no longer present doubtless he had been unable to remain in the same room with the commanding helena's high-spirited indignation and anticipating that in consequence there would now be no obstacle to her full-faced benignity i drew near with an appropriate smile it is somewhere officially recorded there is only one man who knew with accurate certainty what a maiden's next attitude would be and he died young of surprise as i approached i had the sensation of passing into so severe an atmosphere of rigid disfavour that the ingratiating lines upon my face became frozen in its intensity despite the ineptness of their expression 
Unable to penetrate the cause of my offence, I made a variety of agreeable remarks, until finding that nothing tended towards a becoming reconciliation, I gradually withdrew in despair, and again turned my face in the direction of that same accommodation which I had already found beneath the sign of an encompassed goat. Here, by the sarcasm of destiny, I encountered the person who had drawn the slighting analogy between this one's pigtail and his ability as a storyteller. For a brief space of time the ultimate development of the venture was doubtfully poised, but recognizing in each other's features the overhanging cloud of an allied pang, the one before me expressed a becoming contrition for the jest, together with a proffered cup not to appear outclassed i replied in a suitable vein involving the supply of more vessels whereupon there succeeded many more vessels called for both singly and in harmonious unison and the reappearance of numerous bright images accompanied by a universal scintillation of meteor-like iridescence in this genial and greatly enlarged spirit we returned affably together to the hall and entered unperceived at the moment when the one who made the announcements was crying aloud according to the programme the next item should have been a chinese poem but as mr kong ho appears to have left the building we shall pass him over what ho exclaimed the somewhat impetuous one by my side stepping forward indignantly and mounting the platform in his affectionate zeal no one shall pass over my old and valued friend this hoe while i have a paw to raise step forward mandarin and let them behold the inventor and sole user of the justly far-famed g r coho hair restorer sent in five guinea bottles to any address on receipt of a four-penny stamp as he appeared in his celebrated impersonation of the human-faced swan at doll and edgar's come on o ho assuredly i replied striving to follow him yet with the wary greeting slowly slowly walk slowly engraved upon my mind for the barrier of these convoluted stairs but at this word a band of maidens passed out hastily and in the tumult i reached the dais and began wing chi's immortal verses entitled the meandering flight which had occupied me three complete days and nights in the detail of rendering the allusions into well-balanced similitudes and at the same time preserving the skilful evasion of all conventional rules which raises the original to so sublime a height the voice of one singing at the dawn the seven harmonious colors in the sky the meeting by the fountain the exchange of gifts and the sound of the processional drum the emotion of satisfaction in each created being this is the all-prominent indication of the spring the general disinclination to engage in laborious tasks the general readiness to consume voluminous potions on any pretext the deserted appearance of the city and the absence of the come-in motion at every door the sportiveness of maidens and even those of maturer age ethereal clad upon the shore the avowed willingness of merchants to dispose of their wares for half the original sum this undoubtedly is the summer 
the yellow tea-leaf circling as it falls the futile wheeling of the storm-tossed swan the note of the marble lute at evening by the pool the immobile cypress seen against the sun the unnecessarily difficult examination paper all these things are suggestive of the autumn the growing attraction of well-lined couch the obsequious demeanour of message-bearers charioteers and the club-armed keepers of peace the explosion of innumerable firecrackers round the convivial shrines the gathering together of relations who at all other times shun each other markedly the obtrusive recollection of a great many things contrary to a spoken vow and the inflexible purpose to be more resolute in future these in turn invariably attend each winter it certainly had not presented itself to me before that the words invariably attend are ill-chosen but as i would have uttered them their inelegance became plain and this person made eight conscientious attempts to soften down their harsh modulation by various interchanges he was still persevering hopefully when he of the chief authority approached and requested that the one who was thus employed and that same other would leave the hall tranquilly as the all-water entertainment was at an end and an attending slave was in readiness to extinguish the lanterns yet i protested unassumingly that which has so far been expressed is only in the semblance of an introductory ode there follow you must not argue with the chair exclaimed another interposing his voice whatever the chair rules must be accepted the innuendo is flat-witted i replied with imperturbable dignity but still retaining my hold upon the rail when this person so far loses his sense of proportion as to contend with an irrational object devoid of faculties let the barb be cast after that introduction dealing with the four seasons the twelve gong strokes of the day are reviewed in a like fashion these in turn give place to the days of the month then the moons of the year and finally the years of the cycle that's fair exclaimed the perverse though well-meaning youth whom i was beginning to recognize as the cause of some misunderstanding among us if you don't want any more of his poem and i don't blame you my pal ho who is one of the popular flip-flap troupe offers to do some trick cycle writing on his ears what more can you expect we expect a policeman very soon replied another severely he has already been sent for in that case said the one who had so persistently claimed me as an ally perhaps i can do you a service by directing him here and leaving this person to extricate himself by means of a reassuring silence and some of the larger silver pieces of the island he vanished hastily with some doubt whether or not this deviation into the society of the professedly virtuous ending as it admittedly does in an involvement may not be deemed ill-starred yet hopeful kong ho the three gifts related by kong ho on the occasion of the all-water disportment under the circumstances previously set forth beyond the limits of the township of yang chow there dwelt a rich astrologer named wei reading by his skilful interpretation of the planets that he would shortly pass above he called his sons chu shan and hing to his side 
and distributed his wealth impartially among them. To Chu he gave his house containing a gold couch, to Shan a river with a boat, to Hing a field in which grew a prolific orange-tree. Thus provided for, he continued, you will be able to live together in comfort, the resources of each supplying the wants of the others in addition to his own requirements. Therefore, when I have departed, let it be your first care to sacrifice everything else I leave, so that I also, in the upper air, may not be left destitute. Now, in addition to these three sons, Wei also had another, the youngest, but one of so docile, respectful, and self-effacing a disposition, that he was frequently overlooked to the advantage of his subtle, ambitious, and ingratiating brothers. This youth, Cao, thinking that the occasion certainly called for a momentary relaxation of his usual diffidence, now approached his father modestly, and begged that he also might be included to some trivial degree in his bounty. This reasonable petition involved Wei in an embarrassing perplexity. Although he had forgotten Cao completely in the division, he had now definitely concluded the arrangement nor to his failing powers did it appear possible to make a just allotment on any other lines. How can a person profitably cut up an orange-tree, a boat, an inlaid couch, or a house, he demanded? Who can divide a flowing river, or what but unending strife can arise from regarding an open field and anything but its entirety? Assuredly six cohesive objects cannot be apportioned between four persons." yet he could not evade the justice of Cao's implied rebuke, so drawing to his side a jade cabinet he opened it, and from among the contents he selected an ebony staff, a paper umbrella, and a fan inscribed with a mystical sentence. These three objects he placed in Cao's hands, and with his last breath signified that he should use them discreetly as the necessity arose. When the funeral ceremonies were over, Chu, Shan, and Hing came together, and soon moulded their covetous thoughts into an agreed conspiracy. Of what avail would be a boat or a river if this person sacrificed the nets and appliances by which the fish are ensnared? asked Shan. How little profit would lie in an orange tree in a field without cattle and the implements of husbandry? cried Hing one cannot occupy a gold couch in an empty house both by day and night remarked chu stubbornly how inadequate therefore would such a provision be for three when cao understood that his three brothers had resolved to act in this outrageous manner he did not hesitate to reproach them but not being able to contend against him honourably they met him with ridicule do not attempt to rule us with your wooden staff they cried contemptuously sacrifice it if your inside is really sincere and in the meanwhile go and sit under your paper umbrella and wield your inscribed fan while we attend to our couch our boat and our orange tree truly thought cow to himself when they had departed their words were irrationally offensive but among them there may stand out a pointed edge our magnanimous father is now bereft of both comforts and necessities and although an ebony rod is certainly not much in the circumstances if this person is really humanely intentioned he will not withhold it 
with this charitable design cow built a fire before the couch being desirous out of his forgiving nature to associate his eldest brother in the offering and without hesitation sacrificed the most substantial of his three possessions it here becomes necessary to explain that in addition to being an expert astrologer wei was a far-seeing magician the rod of unimpressionable solidity was in reality a charm against decay and its hidden virtues being thus destroyed a contrary state of things naturally arose so that the next morning it was found that during the night the gold couch had crumbled away into worthless dust even this manifestation did not move the three brothers although the geniality of shan and hing's countenances froze somewhat towards chu nevertheless chu still possessed a house and by pointing out that they could live as luxuriantly as before on the resources of the river and the field and the tree he succeeded in maintaining his position among them after seven days a cow reflected again this avaricious person still has two objects both of which he owes to his revered father's imperishable influence he admitted conscience-stricken while the being in question has only one without delay he took the paper umbrella and ceremoniously burned it scattering the ashes this time upon shan's river like the rod the umbrella also possessed secret virtues its particular excellence being a curse against clouds wind demons thunderbolts and the like so that during the night a great storm raged and by the morning shan's boat had been washed away this new calamity found the three brothers more obstinately perverse than ever it cannot be denied that hing would have withdrawn from the guilty confederacy but they were as two to one and prevailed pointing out that the house still afforded shelter the river yielded some of the simpler and inferior fish which could be captured from the banks and the fruitfulness of the orange tree was undiminished at the end of seven more days cow became afflicted with doubt there is no such thing as a fixed proportion or a set reckoning between a dutiful son and an embarrassed sire he confessed penitently how incredibly profane has been this person's behaviour in not seeing the obligation in its unswerving necessity before with this scrupulous resolve cow took his last possession and carrying it into the field he consumed it with fire beneath hing's orange-tree the fan in turn also had hidden properties its written sentence being a spell against drought hot winds and the demons which suck the nourishment from all crops in consequence of the act these forces were called into action and before another day hing's tree had withered away it is said with reason during the earthquake men speak the truth at this last disaster the impious fortitude of the three brothers suddenly gave way and cheerfully admitting their mistake each committed suicide chu disemboweling himself among the ashes of his couch shan sinking beneath the waters of his river and hing hanging by a rope among the branches of his own effete orange-tree 
when they had thus fittingly atoned for their faults the imprecation was lifted from off their possessions the couch was restored by a magic art to its former condition the boat was returned by a justice-loving person into whose hands it had fallen lower down the river and the orange tree put out new branches cow therefore passed into an undiminished inheritance he married three wives to commemorate the number of his brothers and had three sons whom he called chu shan and hing for a like purpose these three all attained to high office in the state and by their enlightened morals succeeded in wiping all the discreditable references to others bearing the same names from off the domestic tablets from this story it will be seen that by acting virtuously yet with an observing discretion on all occasions it is generally possible not only to rise to an assured position but at the same time unsuspectedly to involve those who stand in our way in a just destruction end of letter twelve